Welcome to the Five Piece Podcast, where we discuss all things productivity, purpose, possibilities, prayer, and pressure. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm so excited you decided to listen in today. Today, we catch up with Nikita Nettles. Nikita is someone I've known for a very long time. Nikita is the founder and operator of Hope Family Counseling. She's one to reckon with. I'm not only inspired by what she does, but also who she is as a person. She embodies all things hope, inspiration, and being about your business. So please listen in. I hope you enjoy. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to apologize for a few audio issues that occur throughout the episode. I hope they don't distract you and you listen to the entirety of the episode. Nikita shared quite a bit of knowledge. You will be inspired, so stay tuned. I'm really excited to have our guest here today on the podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking with Nikita Nettles from Hope Family Counseling Services. I've known Nikita since childhood. Nikita, would you like to tell our audience who you are and a little bit about your business? So, as Jessica said, I'm Nikita Nettles, um, and I have a private practice where I do outpatient uh, counseling for children and families. The name of my business is Hope Family Counseling Services, and I have been up and running for about for about three three years now in private practice. Nice. So a little backstory. Um, when we were in high school, I don't even know, maybe junior high school, people would get us confused because they would think <laughs> <laughs> we're twins. They would always confuse. They would think I would be repeated. Yes. So I'm so excited to speak with my, my twin today. We're both from Monroeville, Alabama. So home of To Kill a Mockingbird is like one of those things that you have to tell people that they really love Kill Mockingbird back home because the author is from there. So with that, we we're just going to say great things come out of small packages. <laughs> yes. So I, I want to dive into a number of things today. Today, I would love to just talk about your journey to opening up your business and well as being a mom while also running a successful business. So let's just dive into it. So Tell me a little bit about your your background. How did what led you to opening up your services? So I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna go way back, but I won't stay there long. Just to uh, let you know how I got here. Back we were you were talking about high school a second ago. Back in high school, I wanted I decided in about the eleventh grade that I wanted to be a psychologist, um, and my reasoning back then was that I and I want I wanted to be a child psychologist. My reasoning back then was that I felt that a lot of the kids around me, teenagers, they felt like their voices weren't heard in their homes, in their communities, because you hear things like, "Well, stay in a child's place," or "You're too too young to have to worry about that," or you know, that's nothing. Just wait until you get there. And it kind of invalidates a, a child or a teenager's experience, their emotions, their thoughts. And you get left trying to figure out, am I going to big deal of this this thing? Or um, is something wrong with me? Or should should I should this not be bothering me? Um, I felt like kids need a voice their opinions and be able to some conclusion 
Uh, so that back then I decided I wanted to be a psychologist. Uh, fast forward, I realized um, that uh, through clinical social work, I could pretty much do the same thing that I wanted to do as a psychologist. I ended up taking that route in school, and after graduating uh, with my degree in social work, I worked with uh, DHR for a few years, and I realized that in the community that I worked in, there was only one option for outpatient counseling in the whole in the whole county. Oh, wow! Yeah, so when we would work with families who might need, you know, family counseling or, you know, individual counseling, we'd a lot of times have to refer them to other counties to get this service. So now you, you have to worry about driving there and working around this schedule and that schedule because of the time that it takes to get to this resource. So I thought, well, this would be a great place to have a practice. And I always, the goal was always to have a private practice eventually. Um, because I have an idea of, of just the, the service that I want to provide, what I think I can bring to, to a community. Uh, and I ended up opening a practice here in, in the community that I live in just because I've seen just the, the struggle for people to have access to to anything outpatient. Like I said, we do have one outpatient provider here. I think we've gotten an, another one uh, in the past couple of years, but yeah, so that's pretty much how I got to where I am. Did that answer your question, Jessica? It, it, it did. It did. So you always had an interest in um, the psychology and helping kids be able to voice everything. I'm interested in the uh, the journey to opening up a, the business. Like you know, you wanted to help kids. Uh, what made you realize that you you wanted to go into private practice? Was it seeing other people, maybe family members, say that you know ownership is important, and being able to use your influence to um, to make kids recognize who they are and their purpose, or was it someone you met along the way that said, okay, you should open open up your practice? I think you maybe you hit on that um, when you said you were you're driving around. Maybe it was just self realization. Well, I can say, honestly, when I was in high school, I wanted to, I wanted to have a private practice. Um, I think that my reasoning was that I felt like a lot of people just didn't get it. They just didn't understand or the approach that they were taking was not an approach that was as helpful as they thought it would be with kids and teens now granted that one I hadn't been out there I hadn't experienced all these things this was just from <laughs> um I guess just from hearsay and, and just things that I, I'd seen around I didn't have a whole lot of information to base that opinion on back then but I think that's what drove me to want to be in private practice because I felt like I could bring a different approach to it um and just being relatable being my goal was to not have this big corporate feel, not have this this feel of everything has got to be so stuffy and so professional. I felt when I was when I was a kid, I used to say that I don't want to grow up to be a. How did I say it? Um, I felt like adults were always so serious, and I was like, I don't want to grow up to be a serious adult. I want to grow up and still act like a kid. 
And I, I bring that to my sessions when I meet with kids and I try to keep in mind how I felt when I was a kid and talking to adults. It's like you just get lost talking to adults because as a kid, you feel like it's so serious and it starts to sound like just Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and so I just wanted to to bring if I were in an agency, I'd have to adhere more so to what the guidelines are. Um, I think that authenticity is really and not being afraid to just be yourself. I I absolutely love that. I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I think it starts in childhood. So um, what you were saying about, and even your name of your business, Hope, I think sometimes we lose hope and we start to walk in fear as children because of what adults are saying to us and how they're treating us. And we feel like, well, I can't with my I think sometimes we don't take an opportunity to hone the skills and really focus in on what a child has on the inside of them because we're too focused on just getting through the course of our day. Like you said, just being serious and not taking a moment to really um, go back into the children and give them hope or um, and really encourage them to figure out what it is that they're dealing with and um, how they're what they're facing and why they're facing it. So would you say, uh, how did you come up with the name of your business when you talk about hope? It sounds like it all goes back to um, wanting to to give children hope or adolescents. I think that's probably the, the appropriate <laughs> clinical terminology. I'm all over the place, I tell you. <laughs> so as I was sitting and when I got ready to do my uh, my name reservation, I, I just, I could not settle on a name that I felt like really spoke to what I wanted to do. So I prayed about it and I said, don't rush it. It'll come when it comes. It's got to be the right name. And I, I sat down one day and I was just thinking about, so what is it do you want to do? What is the overarching goal of this practice? And then it kind of came to me. I want to inspire hope. Without hope, we have nothing. If you don't have hope, I mean, then you're hopeless, right? Right. And I, that sounds that may sound so simple, but hope is everything. And and then I think about, and I don't remember what the verse was, but where it says in in the end these three remain: faith, hope, and love. And when I thought about that verse, I was like, oh yeah, that's it. It's hope, hope. <laughs> I want to inspire hope. If you leave here with nothing else, if you leave with hope, then you can do something. You can change something. You can see things differently. You 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 get to look forward to if you've got hope, then there's a chance. Right, right. I love that um think about twenty twenty and everyone was trying to just fight their way out of the year and just make it to the next day with so much uncertainty and people began to lose hope but if you to your point and to the scripture point if you can latch on to hope and know that tomorrow will be there and you're going to make it and if you um if you just keep moving forward whatever it is you aspire to have in life you'll be able to obtain it um love that negative that you just dropped so moving into more of the business side of things you had your name you knew that this is something you always wanted to do. 
what was the, the journey actually launching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a story. You may need a whole different episode for it. That is a whole thing, but I'm going to hit the high points, okay? Uh, so I knew I wanted to do this. My husband knew when we met, when we were still dating, he knew that that was in the cards to be in private practice at some point, and that that's what I've always been working towards. Uh, so we finally get to uh, 2017, I think it was. We uh, we talked about it. It's like, okay, we think it's about time. Uh, so we start saving up, paying things off, getting prepared. You cannot go out here and start trying to, you know, start a business. You can have all the hope in the world, but you have to be strategic and realistic about things. Um, that's part of it. Um, so uh, we started planning for it, started getting everything lined up. Um, and I turned in my notice to my job. And about two weeks after I turned in my notice, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> Some, the last person on the podcast said the same thing, so I don't know, guys. Just, just listen. <laughs> listen up. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> we uh we talked about it and decided we we go forward with it, and uh, the goal was to have everything. Uh, because I, I had I had nothing. I all I had was an idea at that time, and I gave myself six months to get it all outline, create a business plan, and and just do all the back work to get going. And it did not happen that way at all. Um, I was sick, beyond sick, for five months of that pregnancy. Mind you, we saved and we prepared a certain time frame for me to be having income (laughs) coming in again. And it did not work that way at all. So, um, I, you know, I'm I'm pregnant, and I know you said we we talk about some balance in motherhood and, and running a business. So I'm I have a little one at home already. I'm pregnant, and I'm trying to to just outline a whole business. So you know, some days I work on my business plan. Sometimes I'd be in the bed for days because I'm sick for four months. I ate grilled cheese sandwiches and the cheese and egg sandwich. Because that's all I could eat. I'm just telling you, it was that um, But I, I don't know if it it was because this was something that God gave me to do. But despite the obstacles that came up, I could I still held on to it. And on the days I could work on it and and outline things and reach out to other people for help, I did. And it it came together. I mean, eventually um, we. I said I was giving you the short version. Um, no, we want to hear it all. Established- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I submitted my formation papers uh, in June of 2018. On June the 4th of 2018. Uh, and then the ball was rolling. And I'll say throughout the whole process of actually creating a business, because at, I mean, on day one, I didn't know what it took. I didn't know what is step one when you want to start a business I don't know who knows so I reached I didn't know a whole lot of people who had businesses I think I reached out to you at some point about something <laughs> um, but I had to get comfortable with asking for help and not feeling ashamed to ask for help um, not feeling embarrassed to ask for help because none of us know it all we all have a point it is okay I, I I preach to other people it's okay to ask for help, but I've I've got to be able to do that myself. Uh, but just throughout the process, like I said, 
day one, I don't know what to do. So what do I do? I Google it. I, I ask questions of people that I think may know the answer or who can point me to somebody else who knows the answer. I'm going to find the answer. Um, I wanted it. So I get it. Um, <laughs> so just research chair of state's office and, and y'all I'm telling you how would I was draw and I had to get my nerves out right but the hard thing is just if you don't have somebody to guide you through it if you don't have a road map the hardest thing is just figuring it out and, and what it is is it it's time consuming you got to commit to sticking with it commit to looking until you find it commit mm -hmm. trying until you figure it out and and i mean looking back the the process of, of submitting the paperwork for to to request my name with the state my 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 business name uh, it took maybe 15 minutes but it may have took me two days to figure it out <laughs> but um it's what i learned throughout the process like i said the work isn't difficult the difficult part is staying committed throughout um just staying committed when you're confused when you when you feel like you don't know what you're doing staying committed and seeing it through um and you you will get there don't i mean just keep pushing keep moving obstacles will come up things will happen um things happen we keep pushing we keep moving until until we get there I love everything you just said. And I keep saying I love it because y'all, I genuinely, she's dropping nuggets. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with when it comes to opening up or starting a business. They don't know where to start. So they stop before they even get started. And then once they get started, you know, and they start to face different obstacles, they don't press through. They, they, they look to other people to do the work for them. But you said you had to roll up your sleeves. You had to ask the questions. You had to engage with the right people and say, hey, could you help me with this? Or I don't know it. And I think that's the other thing that um, many of us face is that, you know, you don't want to seem like you don't have it all together and you don't know it all. But again, newsflash, no one knows everything. Like you will need people along this journey and then at the beginning of your story, I, I just love the fact that you were able to just press through because motherhood is not for the faint at heart, like many things. But I think this is a whole nother ball game when you uh, when you're not physically feeling well and you're still having to press through to make sure everyone is okay. Like you are, you said you had another little one, so you had to be there. You're also a wife, so you feel you know, had to help make sure the household was um, running efficiently while trying to get up and get started. But shout out to your perseverance and just being able to just push through it to make sure, you know, you said it, you said it best. You said God gave you a vision for your, your business. And I think that's the biggest thing. So when we think about the five piece podcast, guys, one of the things we focus on most is prayer and purpose, right? So understanding what you're supposed to do and then making sure that you connect with God to see it through, right? So the vision that he's given you, it comes from him and you're just here to implement his vision for your life. And that's where you find true happiness. Um, so um, you get started, you launch. So how what was the next step? So after you launched and you, you, you connected, you're walking out in purpose. 
what is it like now having this business that's up and thriving in the community? What are the highs and lows of getting um, into the business? <laughs> it is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because it is my business. It's amazing to me because I, I get to do all the things that I wanted to do. I get to offer all the things that I've wanted to offer to people um, when I have kids or families come in and when I when I and a lot of times people are so hesitant about coming um, but when they get in and we get to talk and it's like oh it's not what I expected this is okay um, and when I see them make progress I feel I live for that I live to 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 see their progress to see that when when I'm not gonna say I can bring you to a place, but when I can allow the Lord to use me to bring you to a place or to open your eyes to something that you didn't see before and restore that hope for you, like that that is everything to me. Um, and that that is just everything to me. <laughs> uh, challenges. Um, as a therapist, you know, and a lot of other therapists would say this too, like my goal is always to do the, the therapy, but then as a business owner, there's a whole other side. Uh, you've got to worry about your accounting and your maintenance and who's going to clean the building and um, sending out invoices and getting paid and paying bills and <laughs> just so many things that go on in the background. Uh, I mean, I have such a newfound respect. When I when I walk into other businesses now, I see things from a whole different perspective. Like I was somewhere the other day and I was just looking at their decor. And I think about like I thought I think about how much effort had to be put into deciding what are the right pieces for the 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 audience of the, the folks that are coming in here, what's going to work for the people that I'm catering to. And I have put so much thought in, I love decorating and designing things, but it has, it became stressful. It just got so stressful trying to figure out what's going to be the best couch. It's got to be something that can be cleaned or something that's neutral, something that works for males and for females, something that works for kids and adults. Um, <laughs> it's just so many things that you wouldn't think about that as a business owner, you have to be mindful of. You can't just go and do stuff. You got to stop and think things through. And what I am constantly learning um, is it is okay to slow down. You don't have to do everything right now. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to ask somebody to wait. Um, if you're not ready right now, if you can't do it right now, then you can't do it. Don't push yourself to try and be what somebody else wanted you to be in the time that they want you to be it in. You stop, you slow down. If you, you, you know, when there's always obstacles when you're with anything running a business or whatever um, but when you get to that place where you find yourself struggling or confused and not sure what direction to go in then first of all pray when I pray first and then slow down and wait on that answer 
he may answer you today. It may be in six months where he answers you, but just know that his time is going to be <laughs> on time. Uh, so you stand still and know that he is God, because if he gave it to you, he's going to guide you through every step of it, because in the end, it's all for his glory. He's not going to give you something and then just leave you hanging and say, hi, you didn't, you didn't, you couldn't figure it out. No, that's, that's not our God. Um, so when like for me running running, <laughs> running I, I feel like i gotta i have to stay on top of everything i have to know everything i have to do everything and it's a lot to carry but i'm constantly reminded to slow down it ain't all about you one of my uh professors in grad school would always say it ain't about you it's about the people you serve it it, it ain't just about you and that's 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 some truth right there very simple statement but it's not all about you and you don't have to do it all you don't have to be it all god didn't create us to do and be it all otherwise what will we need him for um right so i'm constantly reminded when i get in those places like um for me a big thing right now is managing administrative stuff so it's like you know what i gotta get help there i have to acknowledge that I need help, not feel less than because I need help, um, and get help, accept the help. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but when you get in those spaces, just being real with what's going on, being real with where you are, what you need, what you have, what you don't have. And then you take that and you make a plan for going forward. Okay, this is where I am. This is what I need. Um, how do I get to where I need to be? You map out your plan and then you see it through one step at a time. I get caught up and try to do all steps in one day. And like I said, I'm constantly reminded to slow down, take a deep breath. Um, God's got you. You don't have to, don't, don't try to be God. Let him be God. You be you. It's a lot. Let God be God. Girl, you better preach this service this morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh so if you know me yeah guys i'm look, we're on camera but i'm making all type of faces because she really is preaching a sunday morning service today okay <laughs> listen you you also said something that we see so often today we live in a micro microwave popcorn um environment where everything seems like it happens overnight so you may have the pressure of social media and it seems like people are moving so fast. So I think because people see that they put the pressure on themselves to go just as fast and do what they see everyone else doing. But you said it's important to slow down and run your race. It's important to slow down and listen to God, get your directions before you try to go out and implement your own plans. And if I were to add on to that, I think that's where we start to fail and we start to um, become overwhelmed because we're doing a good thing, but we're not doing a God thing. We're doing what we think is the right thing to do, but we really haven't received confirmation from God on what we should be doing or how we should be doing and who we should have a part of our plans. We just want to to move fast because we feel like, you know, we're going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to miss out. So um, you're not going to miss out. Nothing is going to be it reminds me of the, the parable about um, the um, restoring the years that the locust has stolen. So it's like, 
we're trying to restore, we're trying to make up for lost time, but we're all on our own journey. Like we're all set out to be different from other people. Um, we're all unique. So hashtag unique tree, right? Go shop. <laughs> but we but we all have we all have purpose. Um, but it again it goes back to something else you hit on, uh, and I'm just gonna call it out as a five P and that's productivity. So having a plan and then being um, dedicated to the plans you have and making sure that you see each step through. So I love that. Um, and I want to continue this conversation because you just drop so many nuggets. I'm full from this conversation and just being able to listen to it. And then your spirit is just contagious. So um, I, we have to do this again. <laughs> so with that, um, one last question before we move into how people can connect with you. So I wanted to hit on the balancing motherhood and also raising kids who are able to see a, a strong Black woman who owns her own business that's doing positive things in the community. What do you think your kids, I know they're young, but how, how do they view their mom and what you do for a living? Um, so my kids are little, so I don't think they have much of a perspective on what I do <laughs> yet. Uh, but my oldest, she's seven, uh, so she she gets it. Uh, and I think she, so I'm, I'm trying to see how to put her little perspective. She thinks that mommy helps kids, um, who, um, how does she say it? Mommy helps kids feel happy. Mm. And I think that is right on time for a seven-year-old that, yeah. That's good. We don't need any further explanation. As she gets older, she can, you know, learn more about what I do and what all it entails. But she knows that kids uh, get can come to mommy, come to mommy's office when they're not feeling happy so they can feel better. Right. And so my two, my, my two year, my two and a half year old, she thinks she has an office. Mm. Uh, so she says, uh, she talks in third person. She calls, we call her Veve. Her name is Nevea. Uh, she says, uh, mommy, I want to go to Veve's office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I actually just moved into a different, um, into a larger uh, space. So she has a desert. She has an office. Come on, girl. <laughs> office. Um, and I think that, I don't think they really get it right now because this is mostly my younger was, this is going to be all that they've known is mommy running a business they haven't seen the other side of it but I think what that does is it shows that it, it normalizes it for them it doesn't mm -hmm. look like as big of a challenge as what it did for me when I was starting um it's like it yeah just, just that it normalizes it for them so if that's something they want to do when they grow up it's not it, I hope that it won't look like such a daunting task to them because they've seen it done their whole life Right. I, I absolutely, um, I'm, I'm so excited about this conversation. One, I can't wait for the, the listening audience to, to listen in. I can't wait to see what your kids become because they always say strong women raise strong leaders. And it sounds like they already 
seen what it's like, what it's going to be like to have ownership or to just pursue passion and most importantly, connect to what God has for you. So I, I absolutely, um, I'm thrilled. Um, and I'm also honored to have been able to speak with you today. We need to catch up and I, I wish we had so much more time. I feel like I rushed through the questions because I know we, we had a limited amount of time this morning, but you dropped so many different nuggets. And I know, again, I've said this before, but I know the audience is going to leave this conversation encouraged to, one, seek God for whatever their plans are, and to um, be passionate um, enough to see their plans through, and then to make sure they're making people happy. I love that. I'm always, I'm always down for a good laugh. I love to just see that. And then it's something to see kids be able to recognize who they are, who they are. Yeah. Um, and then just to, um, to, to have that trickle down to their friends and their family um, because the children are our future. So um, with that, I know we are short on time. I just want to encourage everyone to connect <laughs> with Nikita. How, how can they reach out to you? How can they support your business? Um, and how can they learn more about your, your, your company? So the best way to find out more about Hope Family Counseling Services is to visit my website. I have a Facebook and an Instagram, but I will admit they are not where I want them to be now. But my website has all the information that you would ever need and all the ways to contact me. The website is myhope, M-Y-H-O-P-E, is, I-S, everything my hope is everything.com because your hope is everything and all my information is out there it tells you everything that i do what services i offer and how you can connect with me great so guys please go and check out her website and even girl you say your uh, social media isn't up to par we're all growing together so go connect with her on social media just so you can make sure you're you're in the know with any updates that uh, may come from Nikita and Hope Family Counseling. So again, I can't say it enough. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and I can't wait to see what you accomplish next. Thank you so much, Jessica. I was so happy to get to talk to you today. Um, and girl, we got to talk more about balance and motherhood and work business that's a whole <laughs> a whole other conversation that i think really needs to be had so hopefully we'll get to talk again soon we do it's good. we need to just like um outside of the podcast we need to just connect because again you said so many things that i could definitely relate to and i feel like i did not have enough time to, to really just go back and forth in conversation so i'm I would talk to your ear off. I can't say it enough. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you and you too. Bye. I hope you were inspired by Nikita's story. I know I was. We hope to have her here again on the podcast. Before we end, I want to give you a few announcements. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram. So you can find us at 5PS Podcast. Again, that's 5PS Podcast. We have some really exciting things in store, so you definitely want to remain connected. Also, you have your I Will Win No Failure Journal. 
If not, what are you waiting on? Go to Amazon, Bars and Nobles, or UniqueTreats.com to grab your copy today. As you guys know, this is our year to know, grow, and glow together. So we have to stay on task with accomplishing our goals. So get the planner, plan out the details behind your vision and your goals so that you can make your dreams your reality. And with that, I'm your host, Jessica. Take care.